Not this year. We beat Farmer this year. We beat Farmer this year, and it mattered. We're going to change people's lives. How you doing, Internet? I'm Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report. It's September 6, 2022, and that cold open was the elderly man pretending to be president emoting. He is very angry now at Big Pharma, even though he's loved Big Pharma and we were supposed to bow to Big Pharma and Big Pharma is supposed to tell us how to live and when to leave our houses and all of that stuff. He's also emotionally dysregulated and crumbling in front of our eyes. That's not even what the show's about today. I just thought it was funny to put when he has these emotional outbursts. I just think it's kind of amusing to put in there. Uh, hope you had a great three-day weekend. I'm feeling very refreshed and uh, also back in the groove. You know, it was kind of funny week for me last week because uh, September 1st, the, the On The Grid show was Thursday, and then we did one show Friday, and then it was a three-day weekend. It's like, I need a little time to get in the flow. It's like, if you put down the basketball for a couple years, you need a little dribbling before you get in the game. Uh, so this is the week where we get back in the game, uh, but my thoughts are clear. And I did have, when I was off the grid, a little time, although it was mostly changing diapers and feeding a child, uh, I did have a little time to reflect on why I do this show and what I'm trying to get across here and how do we get out of this madness? Because you all know, it it's very obvious to me after a month off the grid, it's like, so the Mar-a-Lago raid happens, more IRS agents, now they're armed, all of these things. The descent to hell keeps coming. There was nothing that uh, I really saw out of the August disappearance uh, when I came back that showed me, oh, there's like good moments happening here. Now there are, there are pockets, there are blips of good moments. There's a lot of them here in Florida. One, for example, would be that Ron DeSantis, well, he ran uncontested in his own primary, uh, but that Florida is becoming solidly a red state. Th this is a good thing. But sort of at the national level, the descent to the insanity uh, continues. And I think we have to figure out some other ways to fight it. Uh, so we'll be exposing some of the nonsense today and discussing some of the ways that uh, you can be empowered in the madness. So the theme really today is that Biden, I, I believe at this point, Joe Biden is the worst president in American history. And it's not just for all the obvious reasons, the economy and the supply chain and all of the stuff, right? The fact that you try to order a couch and it takes six months. It's not just that. It's also that he's not really president and we keep pretending that he's president. So everyone's very angry over his speech, you know, or half the country's angry over his speech, which was perhaps the worst speech ever given by a sitting US president. But it's like, I don't know that I could be angry at him, really. He doesn't know what he's saying. He's just reading it poorly. And then they're angry at the, remember, the, the red backdrop and it had all these Palpatine vibes. And it's like, all right, well, you know, should we be angry at that, that they do it that way? Or is it intentional? And should we know it's intentional that they're trying to scare the hell out of us? And what do we do? Uh, so yes, he's a hypocrite. He wants to bring us together, also hates half the people. But pointing out the hypocrisy is not enough. You must do more. I have some thoughts on that. And before we get to it, let's talk about Super Beats real quick. If you're like me, you love finding easy ways to support a healthy routine. I love my Super Beats heart shoes and the same people just came out with my new favorite way to tackle post-workout inflammation, tart cherry gummies. Tart cherry gummies from the makers of Super Beats heart shoes are an easy way to reduce inflammation from exercise and support your metabolic health. The gummies are made with a clinically studied tart cherry extract that is up to 40 times more concentrated than many other tart cherry extracts. 
I love eating tart cherry gummies after I hit the gym or go on a run. They're truly the best. Right now, you can get up to 35% off tart cherry gummies plus free shipping at mytartcherry.com slash Ruben. This is their best offer available anywhere. That's my chart, <laughs> my tart cherry. Say that three times fast. Mytartcherry.com slash Ruben for up to 35% off tart cherry gummies. Mytartcherry.com slash Ruben. All right, so let's talk about Biden. And remember, I think you always have to remember this going forward. When you're talking about Biden, you're kind of not talking about Biden. You're talking about who's behind Biden. You're talking about who's pulling the strings. You're talking about who's giving the optics of the scary red background. Um, but he's the guy that's up there, right? He's the guy with the facelifts and the hair plugs and the fake teeth. He's the guy that's up there that's doing the thing. So we call Joe Biden the president of the United States. Uh, but his pattern of dishonest and dangerous rhetoric is really insane because so much of it is done at the same time in one speech. So first off, before we get into that speech from last week, because I want to unpack it a little bit more, uh, he is a chronic liar. Uh, he is a liar and, and an idea thief, actually. Some of you of a certain age may remember that he tried to run for president back in like 88, I think it was, and he had to uh, end his campaign because of plagiarism. So this is a guy who's been doing this for years. He's also been in government for 47 years before he was president, but now he's gonna fix everything. It's rather extraordinary. I don't know what he was doing for those first 47 years. Anyway, here he is this past weekend lying about his history with the civil rights movement. I got elected to, I got very engaged in my case, in the civil rights movement. And uh, as a kid, I, was, uh, I worked a lot in, in the movement and worked and I got deeply involved in the Democratic Party because the Democratic Party in Delaware was a Southern Democratic Party then. We were a, more a Southern state than a, than a Northeastern state. And I got involved and one thing led to another. And uh, one day a group came to me of the senior members of the party and said they wanted me to run for the Senate. Okay, so Joe Biden, big civil rights hero. That's odd, I mean, he did give the eulogy to Robert Byrd, remember Robert Byrd, former head of the KKK? Sure, he gave the eulogy at his funeral, but okay, he was always marching with the civil rights people and doing all this civil rights stuff, despite the fact that Delaware was kind of a Southern state or something like that. Well, actually for years, people have been debunking the nonsense that Joe Biden was out there as a young man on the lines, marching and doing all this civil rights stuff. This is CNN back in 2019 debunking some of the nonsense. Uh, he lied to voters, according to the New York Times, uh, quoting aides of, of Biden's, about having marched in the civil rights movement. This is Biden making this false claim in 1987. When I marched in the civil rights movement, I did not march with a 12-point program. I marched with tens of thousands of others to change attitudes. And the New York Times reports, quote, more than once, advisors had gently reminded Mr. Biden of the problem with this formulation. He had not actually marched during the civil rights movement. And more than once, Mr. Biden assured them that he understood and kept telling the story anyway. That is really, really weird. That's two years ago. That's Jake Tapper, who's a Democrat, who I'm told is having uh, some problems over there at CNN. It sounds like his job uh, might be up for grabs. 
Um, but that's them before he was president debunking some of his lies. And he's been doing these lies for decades. Now, what's more interesting to me about his lies now is I don't, I think, I think he actually believes his lies. I think he's lied for so long that he believes his lies. But I also think he's so mentally compromised that they can put literally anything. And I mean, literally, literally, they can put literally anything in front of him and he'll read it and believe it. And that's why his emotions when he's speaking are so dysregulated, his body motions, his yelling, the random turns, it's all breaking down right in front of us. But what a perfect vessel, what a perfect vessel to usher in the nonsense, right? Like if you were, if you were a shadowy uh, group of people or you were say the Obama people or whoever's in charge, wouldn't you want just a mentally compromised buffoon who's been lying and plagiarizing his whole life, who's of a certain age now, so he doesn't have his full faculties there, so you could keep putting him out there without him even realizing that he's the sacrificial lamb and that he's dead man walking in essence. It would be pretty perfect. Like it wouldn't get more perfect than that. But this dishonest way that he does this, uh, this lying about where he was and when he was there, and what he believes. I mean, who knows what Joe Biden believes? That's why when I say he's the worst president, it's like, who knows who's in charge or anything? It's like, what do you, everyone watching this right now, comment in the comment section down below. I'll respond in the locals' comments, particularly, obviously. Um, it's like, what do you think Joe Biden honestly believes? Like, you could look at Donald Trump and you could say, here are some things that he obviously believes. He, I think that he believes America is fundamentally good, let's say. You could look at Ron DeSantis and you could have a long list of things that it's very obvious that he believes in. What do you think Joe Biden honestly believes in? It's actually impossible to say. It's completely impossible to say. And uh, we're going to shift over to more of that speech because the more I sat on it over the weekend, uh, the more I started thinking, this really was one of the most insane speeches, if not, as I said earlier, the most insane speech that a sitting president has ever given. Uh, before we get to that, let's talk about real estate agents I trust. Uh, you know, buying or selling a home is already one of the most stressful things you can do, and it can be way worse if you're not working with the right agent. Generally, our homes are our biggest investment, which is a ton of responsibility, and you need an agent who takes that seriously, which is why I recommend real estate agents I trust. They work with only the best agents in every market. They do their homework, talking to every agent before inviting them to join their network. And they only work with full-time pros, no part-time or inexperienced agents. Their team makes the introduction, then follows you through the buying or selling process to make sure that you're satisfied. They, the agents they work with have long track records. They're the best sellers in their field. They're part of this audience. They share your values and they're almost anywhere you wanna go. Just go over to realestateagentsitrust.com and provide them with some basic info. They'll contact you to make the introduction to the preferred agent in your town and you live happily ever after, probably in Florida. All right, let's continue with Joe Biden because okay, he gives this speech last week. We covered it a little bit. You've seen a lot of the speech, the clips. Uh, but I want to show you the way that he flips on a dime because it's, it's really dangerous, but it is by design. Say one thing, then say the complete opposite. Act one way, then act completely the opposite. Uh, so first, here's Joe Biden saying the stuff that uh, Joe Biden was elected for, to bring people together, and he's a nice guy and an elderly man, and he's, you know, into the United States and stuff like that. I said I was running for three reasons. One, to restore the soul of America. By that I meant decency, honor, meaning what you say, literally treating people with some respect. Okay, so that's him this weekend reiterating what he was saying because he was starting to get a little pushback for some of the other 
uh, other comments that we'll get to in just a sec that were in that speech. Uh, but here's a little more from the speech itself. Uh, he's bringing us together, people. That's why tonight I'm asking our nation to come together, unite behind the single purpose of defending our democracy regardless of your ideology. All right. Honor, respect, we're coming together. America, it's pretty good. Good things are happening. Uh, here's just a moment later in the same speech. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Now, I want to be very clear, very clear up front. <clears throat> not every Republican, not even the majority of Republicans are MAGA Republicans. Not every Republican embraces their extreme ideology. I know because I've been able to work with these mainstream Republicans. But there's no question that the Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. And that is a threat to this country. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans, ultra MAGA. Okay, so what does he mean when he says that Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans and that they're extremists? Now let's go back to, I don't know, say uh, two years ago uh, and maybe the previous four years where Donald Trump was president and the economy was cooking, uh, the world was ex an extremely peaceful place. Uh, there was a lot of good things happening. We had lowest all-time black unemployment, lowest all-time Latino unemployment um, until the Democrats decided, not only with COVID, but with racial justice, peace and harmony to burn down our cities. And it was they who did it. So what he's also doing there is it, it's an interesting little linguistic or, or stylistic trick, because what he's saying is there are these Donald Trump and MAGA Republicans, and those are bad guys, those are bad guys, but then there are good Republicans. And what he means by good Republicans is what I always call pet Republicans. This is Mitt Romney, Liz Cheney, these people who can come on to CNN and MSNBC, bash Republicans the entire time, never conserve anything, never actually accomplish anything, but then they get pat on the head because they attack Republicans and they work well with Democrats and they get a cookie and then they go on. So the media then loves them. So really what he's trying to do is put just this massive wedge in the Republican party. Now, what I've been trying to fight for for quite some time, obviously, is sort of a wide tent conservatism, a wide, a wide tent uh, Republican Party where you're going to have, uh, you know, some more libertarian leaning people like me. You guys know the drill and you're going to have some more social conservatives and you're going to have libertarians and ex-libs and all of this stuff. That's that's what America is all about, actually. That's the biggest threat to that elderly man pretending to be president. Uh, so on one hand, he's telling you, oh, you know, I'm going to be the peace and love president and we just have to get back that. And then on the other hand, he's saying everyone who is actually my ideological opponent is an insurrectionist or is an extremist or something like that. So anyway, after that horrific speech and, and the, the optics of it that were just awful and everything. And again, I think the optics were by design. People kept saying, oh, who was in charge of that red wall? And it was so scary and it looked very Hitlery and blah, blah, blah. It was like, boy, they really dropped the ball on that one. It's like, no, it's by design. They are incompetent buffoons, but they're not that big of incompetent buffoons. It's by design. 
okay? So anyway, they started getting some pushback over the last couple of days on this, like, man, that was pretty bad. Like even, even regular folks were seeing it. So our uh, black lesbian press secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre, uh, was asked whether Biden owes some people an apology after that debacle. So uh, in his pre-buttal, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, among many things he said, he took great issue with a lot of the things you were just talking about, those legislative accomplishments. But he also said the president owes half the country an apology. Does the president? I'll say this. Look, the president was very clear. All you have to do, again, folks need to watch his speech, go read his speech. If you have it, it is powerful, it is impactful, and you will hear directly from the commander-in-chief what he was speaking to. I mean, she says nothing. That's the point, right? She says absolutely nothing, and that's what she's a master at. I really didn't believe that there could be a worse press secretary and someone more dishonest than uh, Jen Psaki, but Jean Crenpierre really does it. Jen Psaki was sort of calculating in her in her bullshit, in essence. Uh, this one is just, she's just a wordsmith of nothing. It's just, she just says words to get to the end of the sentence and hopes that you forget what uh, you've asked her already. Uh, but the point is, enough people are pushing back. Enough people are going, boy, you know, you demonized half the country in essence. So let's say, uh, let's go with Joe Biden's logic there, right? So 74 million people voted for Trump. Now he's saying th those are the bad people, but I guess some of them, they're just regular Republicans. They're not tra crazy MAGA Republicans. So I don't know, let's say it's only, let's say the base of the Trump MAGA underworld is 20 million people. It's still a lot of people. And you do owe those people an apology, Joe, uh, because they're not bad people. And when you talk about their extremism, what is it that you're talking about? As I said earlier, are you talking about that they had a country uh, that was standing up for itself, that was renegotiating deals all over the world so that uh, we weren't getting screwed and paying for everything, uh, that we had things like, oh, um, what was that thing? Middle East peace, that was pretty good. Like a whole bunch of stuff. What do you mean they're extremists? What you mean is they are not Democrats. They are not socialists. They are not endlessly giving you more money and power because that's actually what you want. Uh, and of course, none of it bears anything close to being true. I'll show you some, we've got this great uh, compilation video we're gonna show you in just a sec. Uh, real quick, let me talk to you guys a little bit about The Blaze, my friends over at The Blaze. As you all know, I was totally gone off the grid in August. Larry Elder gave me a rundown and all of that, uh, of all the stuff that happened while I was away and it was a ton. Was I surprised to hear that Zuckerberg helped the FBI, AKA the government manage the Hunter Biden laptop story? No, not really. Were you? Was I surprised to hear that Gavin Newsom is continuing to destroy California with near laughable measures? No, not really, were you? Think of MSNBC like California and Blaze TV like Florida or Texas. You'd have to be crazy to believe California will suddenly see and admit to the error of their ways. For the same reason, you'd, be, you'd have to be crazy to think that MSNBC will ever be fair and report news without a rabid left-wing agenda. That's why Blaze TV matters. It's the media network for Americans who actually love the country as founded. Crazy, I know. It's where people can say what needs to be said without the fear of censorship. You guys know how strongly I believe in free speech. Blaze TV supports free speech the way the founding fathers intended. So this week and this week only, Blaze TV is offering a $20 discount off the first year of a Blaze TV subscription. We're heading into the midterms. You're gonna want news from a network that isn't run by Democrats or the spouses of Democrats. Use promo code Ruben20 for $20 off your first year subscription to Blaze TV. It's time to normalize free speech. Ain't it?
That is the truth. Okay, so let's go a little bit more into the hypocrisy of this administration and how on one hand, they tell you and they were voted in and we heard this. I heard this from all of my good liberal friends. Biden is not an extremist. He's an elderly man who will bring the country together. Uh, but it just isn't the case that they're the ones ushering in the extremism. They're the ones who ushered in the extremism when they were using their foot soldiers to burn down our cities. Here is video of Biden advisor Keisha Lance Bottoms. There's a name, Keisha Lance Bottoms. Uh, and she is making it quite clear about what she thinks of people who don't like Joe Biden. I see words of encouragement. I see optimism. I see a commander in chief who is calling out to all of us, no matter our political affiliation. All of us, he wasn't calling out to the MAGA supporters, certainly. He, he mentioned them more than a dozen times and as a threat to democracy. Has the president essentially given up on those MAGA Republicans, some 70 million people? Well, what the president has done is said that he will continue to work with mainstream Republicans, that he will work with Democrats, that he will work with independents to get things done in our country. But this MAGA Republican agenda, this hate-fueled agenda, this MAGA Republican agenda that we saw incite violence on our nation's capital has no place in a democracy. And if we are not intentional about calling it out, which is what the president did, uh, then our country, everything that our country is built upon is in danger. Isn't it incredible? They never tell you what this extremist agenda is. I can only go by what the guy did for four years and it was pretty, pretty good, right? And I say that as a guy that didn't even vote for him that first time, okay? So what is, so they just keep saying it. They keep repeating it. Joe Biden will work with anyone. You know what's funny? Donald Trump would have worked with absolutely anybody and he did when he was president. Actually, we just posted uh, the full video uh, is up right now on Locals, and I think the rest of it will be on uh, Rumble and YouTube this week. Uh, my interview with Jared Kushner, who's the president's, obviously his son-in-law, who ushered in the Middle East peace deals, uh, and also was a senior advisor. And I asked him about that, and he basically said Trump was willing to work with anyone to get anything accomplished, and usually they would just hang up the phone or not take the call. Clip one will be up on YouTube and Rumble today. The full thing, as I said, is up on Locals already. Absolutely ad-free. Oh, at 1.15 today, uh, clip, clip one of my interview with Jared will be up. Anyway, listen to what they say. So it's these MAGA Republicans who are violent. And they are extremists and all sorts of stuff. Well, I saw this incredible compilation video. Check this out. Remind me about the violent extremists. Hmm. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. Then they fan the flames of political violence that are a threat to our personal rights, to the pursuit of justice, to the rule of law, to the very soul of this country. They embrace anger. They thrive on chaos. The willingness to engage in political violence is fatal to democracy. More and more talk about violence as an acceptable political tool in this country. There is no place for political violence in America, period. None, ever. 
You know, it's interesting, Phoenix, my producer, just said something interesting to me during that. He said, it's textbook Orwell. It's weird to see in real life. But what a great juxtaposition of the language of the left versus the action of the left. Where was Joe Biden and all the Democrats when they were burning down all the cities? When I lived in Los Angeles and a mob literally went by my house and people knew where I lived uh, and all of that stuff, where, where were they on that? Were they calling for calm? Uh, or were they screaming more about Black Lives Matter and Antifa and fueling the flame? By the way, whatever happened to Black Lives Matter? Did they ever solve any of the problems? Oh, it turns out that the leader of Black Lives Matter, I think he came out this weekend, he embezzled like 10 million bucks. Uh, so they are the ones who have used violence. And that doesn't excuse any violence that may or come out of the right, right? If on January 6th you did something illegal and you broke something or you burned something down or something, okay, fine. I, I, I believe in equality. So anyone that breaks the law should be in trouble. But everything that Joe Biden just accused the MAGA, the dark MAGA Republicans of, is exactly what his foot soldiers have been doing. So what do you do, people? Because as I said to Larry Elder the other day, it is not enough to call out the hypocrisy. We could do this every day for the rest of my life. I could do this. I could just keep this live stream going until the earth ends. You guys got anything to do for the rest of eternity? We could call out the hypocrisy all the time, right? We could do it forever but it would not be enough. So what would be enough to get us out of that slow descent to hell I'm always talking about? Well, you know what it is? It's conviction. It's saying what you believe and saying it clearly. It's action, doing something about it. And occasionally it's comedy, right? Making fun of these people so that you can show people what the truth is. So where is that happening, people? Well, yeah, it's happening right here in the free state of Florida. Uh, here is Governor Ron DeSantis. Uh, sharing his thoughts on Joe Biden's speech. Well, I thought it was one of the most uh, disgusting speeches an American president has ever given. He uh, ran as being a unifier, and he's basically saying to the vast majority of the country that disapproves of him uh, that they're effectively a threat to the republic. He dodders, he lashes out, uh, but at the end of the day, his policies are why there's so much opposition to him. He came in and he opened the border, and we've seen what a disaster that's been. He kneecapped American energy. We've seen how that's hurt millions and millions of people across our country. They've inflated the currency. We have one of the worst inflations we've had in over 40 years. So, of course, people are going to be upset at all the wreckage that he's left in his wake. He is the American Nero. He's a failed leader, and I think that he is doing this because he's trying to energize his base to fend off uh, a real butt whip in this November. That's what you do. You state your case clearly with facts. So I wanna address the three things, the, th the three specific bullet points that Governor DeSantis said there, and, and let's just compare reality versus what Joe Biden is talking about. So first off, uh, Ron DeSantis calls him out on the border. Well, we know, you guys know, we've covered it many times here. We have had more border crossings in a shorter period of time than any other point in American history, certainly American modern history. And we know that the Democrats basically want it, right? And when Trump tried to do something about it, he was called a racist. So then what happens is they get all these illegals here. They go to these Democrat-run cities like New York, and DC, and then what happens? Their social services start collapsing. And then the mayors like Muriel Bowser in DC is very upset because her homeless shelters, which are pretty packed anyway because of her policies, are now doubly packed because they've got a bunch of illegal immigrants there. Well, what happens when you send these illegal immigrants who should not be in this country to places like Florida? We bus them. 
to DC. You gotta love it. It's actually quite spectacular. So of course, Ron DeSantis clearly is saying the truth. You guys open the border, people are pissed about it. Just look what's going on with voting, uh, the Latino vote in Texas, which is now going further and further to the right and to conservatives because they've had it with illegal immigrants, the people who came here legally. Uh, then energy, well, we know this, we know this. What was the first thing that Joe Biden did in essence, you know, one of his day one things when he became president? Canceled the Keystone XL pipeline. They are intentionally, they're telling us that we are intentionally trying to destroy fossil fuels. We want all of you schmucks to buy electric cars. We don't care how expensive they are. Go out and get an electric car. That's what Gabe Pete said. And then of course, inflation. Well, you spend crazy amounts. You put in these crazy bills, all of this lunacy money. You just print endlessly. And then I'm not a mathematician, but then the value of money goes down. Inflation goes up. That's how it works. So Ron DeSantis clearly states all of those things. What's also interesting about that is, I wonder what Joe Biden would say about Ron DeSantis, whether he's a dark MAGA Republican or not. Now, DeSantis is a guy who has run this state extremely well, competently, gotten critical race theory out of our schools, getting rid of the gender nonsense, our, our restaurants and our economy here, absolutely packed everywhere you go. You can feel the spirit of freedom and of life and you don't see masks anywhere and all of that stuff, right? So is that a good enough Republican for, for Joe Biden? Mm, I think not, I think not. And I think we'll see more of that coming, but okay, so Ron DeSantis lays out truth. Well, what else, what also should you do? You've gotta have conviction. You have to actually fight and do things because the monster and the machine is not going to stop. Uh, here in this case, uh, here's DeSantis actually doing something while Biden's FDA is cracking down on us. After 630 days, you know, we still sit here waiting uh, for an answer. And so it's our view that we've waited long enough. Uh, and so today we're taking action. Uh, the state of Florida has now filed a lawsuit against the FDA. Uh, they have unlawfully withheld and unreasonably delayed approval of Florida's program. And we think this violates federal law. So we're... Damn straight, man. Yeah, you sue the federal government when they don't do what they're supposed to do or when they actually overstep what they're supposed to do, which in this case, they're, they're often doing bo both, right? Uh, and then what's the other way you do this? So, okay, you call it out and you fight and you also just mock the shit out of these people because that's exactly what they're worthy of. With, with Biden, you think of a guy staring into the teleprompter like a deer in a headlights. End of quote, repeat the line. Now, I, I must say, he did test positive for COVID and I want to, on behalf of the state of Florida, wish President Biden a speedy recovery from COVID. And I also wanna wish the United States of America a speedy recovery from Joe Biden. All right, there you go. A little humor related to all of this. That's good. And then you know what happens? If you state your case clearly, if you have conviction and you fight, if you do a little humor every now and again, you know what happens? People start seeing it. They start seeing it and they start flocking to the places where truth still exists, where freedom still exists. And they start leaving the places where the lies and big government and the endless suck of your money and your attention are all happening. 
and that's happening in quite a beautiful way. There, th I love this story. This, this, well, this is going on the top, the top of the list of stories that Dave Rubin loves. Uh, this is from the Daily Wire. Get this, people. A trust linked to the family of California Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom has donated thousands of dollars to Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis amid the political feud between the two governors. Fox News reported that records show that the Siebel family revocable trust, which is run by Ken Siebel Jr. and Judith Siebel, the parents of Newsom's wife, Jennifer Siebel, gave 5,000 bucks to the Friends of Ron DeSantis pack in early April. The revelation comes as Newsom's reelection campaign bought approximately 105,000 in cable television ads that aired on Fox News in Florida last month, claiming that freedom was under attack in the Sunshine State. So first off, obviously I've got to put a little money in here because I'm mentioning California and we are gonna give some money away to a Californian who moved, wants to move to the free state of Florida at the end of the year. But do you realize how beautiful this is? That Gavin Newsom, soulless, devil-worshipping Gavin Newsom, his wife's family is donating to Ron DeSantis. His wife's parents have a place in Naples. Okay, they don't want to be anywhere near his disastrous policies. And have his policies been disastrous? Yes, from beat one, Gavin Newsom is the worst of the worst. He is a liar and a fraud and he is anti-science and what he is pro, he is pro-control, that's what he is. Uh, here's Newsom back in May of 2020 and he is freaking psyched because they're locking that shit down. Uh, I think some schools will not be, many schools will be, uh, and it's all conditioned on our ability to not only keep our children safe, but to keep staff and faculty safe, to keep the community uh, safe. So it's all predicated uh, on data, on science, uh, on not just observed evidence, the reality on the ground. Uh, each part of California is unique and distinctive. Each region, each region of the United States is unique and distinctive. And certain conditions will present themselves favorably, some unfavorably. So I think it's a it's a question uh, that is a difficult one to answer in absolute terms. There's nuance, uh, but we are moving forward in hope and expectation uh, that we can start that school year very strategically and methodically, again, based upon the health uh, as a prime frame of reference in terms of those decisions. Allow me to quote myself. Gavin Newsom is an evil, soulless devil worshiper. Uh, yeah, that's the only way I can put it. Uh, he kept the schools closed. He destroyed the economy of California. Hundreds of thousands of people have fled. He is the number one U-Haul uh, rental sales guy in the country because all sorts of people like me, oh, and her, and this guy, and that guy, everyone in this room, and a couple people downstairs right now, all fled. We were all uh, good tax-paying citizens of California, and we all got out of that dystopian nightmare uh, to move to the free state of Florida because of this guy. And now his wife's freaking parents are donating to the guy that he hates most. But what else has Gavin Newsom done? I mean, he, he's always saying the nice things, and he puts a lot of gel in his hair. He must be doing something good for that state. Well, here's what's going on over in L.A., in Los Angeles County, more than 60,000 people are homeless on the average night. And more than 20,000 hotel rooms lie empty on the average night. See where this might be going? 
it's, it's just, it's insane. Um, it, it isn't going to solve the problem. We think this is one part of the solution. By no means do we think this solves a homelessness crisis. But do hotels have a role to play? Of course they do. So the union he leads, which reps hotel workers, gathered enough signatures and Angelinos will vote on a bill that would force every hotel in town to report vacancies at 2 p.m. every day, then welcome homeless people into those vacant rooms. Oh my God, do hotels have some role to play in this? Of course, homeless people should have room service, filet mignon and massages. <laughs> God, these people have at it, LA, have at it, California. That's your mayor. These are the people you voted in. Enjoy it, you freaks. But what else is going on in Cali? Man, I'm in a good mood today. Here, a little more, you know what? $15, 15 American dollars. It's only worth $7 now, thanks to Joe Biden. That's going right in the jar right there, okay. Uh, what else is going on in California? Well, the place is burning down and they don't have any energy. Here's a quote from Bloomberg. California narrowly avoided implementing rotating outages on Monday while officials warned that the state's power grid will face a bigger test on Tuesday, that's tomorrow, amid a record-breaking heat wave. No, that's today, sorry. The state's grid operator canceled its grid emergency late Monday evening after deploying supplies that helped keep the lights on even as electricity use soared to its highest level in five years. The prospect of outages underscores how grids have become vulnerable in the face of extreme weather as they transition from fossil fuels to renewable energy. California has aggressively closed natural gas power plants in recent years, leaving the state increasingly dependent on solar farms that go dark late in the day, just as electricity demand peaks. At the same time, the state is enduring its worst drought in 1,200 years, sapping hydropower production. So people need more power at night for AC, they're turning on lights, et cetera, et cetera. And you're not gonna believe this, solar power needs that light, that thing up there that people used to worship the sun. These people are all backwards morons, complete idiots. All of Laguna Beach, okay? Laguna Beach, one of the most beautiful places in the United States. Uh, their power grid went out yesterday for seven hours. It's one of the richest places. I've been to Laguna to some fancy freaking houses with some rich people, but rich morons at this point if they still live in Laguna Beach. Restaurants lost power, grocery stores lost power, et cetera, et cetera. So have at it. So do you see the theme of today's show? They lie and everything they do is backwards and wrong. And then there are some people out there saying the truth and doing it right. It's odd we're not having rolling blackouts here in uh, Florida. It is hot. It's humid. You know, what about that humidity getting in the electrical wires or something? You know? Uh, all right, we got a cold close for you in just a moment. I want to get to some comments from the uh, locals community. I also just want to give a quick shout out to the locals community because uh, now that I'm back, I, my, all I've been doing this for quite some time, but I'm doubling down on it. All of my interaction, I'm not interacting with people anywhere else. It is all on locals. Uh, and I love reading the comments every day and I've been sharing a little bit more of the personal stuff and what's going on with Justin and being a new dad and all that stuff. You know, I, I think one of the things that I have to sort of figure out going forward, I mentioned this the other day, is like how much, I know a lot of you wanna ask me questions about, about fatherhood and, and about Justin and how our life has changed and how it's changed some of my thoughts and all that and the fact that we're having another kid in a couple weeks. And I have to figure out the, the blend between how much I want to do that sort of publicly 
uh, on the show versus a little more privately in the, in the locals community. I've been leaning towards that. I just think that's, that's just a little bit better. Uh, all right, a couple comments from the locals community. Tony says, Biden is Jar Jar Binks. Someone else is Palpatine, right? It's like, right, so Jar Jar, remember what happened with Jar Jar. Do I have to tell you the whole story of the prequels? But Padme has to get going. She sends Jar Jar in, Jar Jar, makes the vote that then gets Palpatine the emergency powers, yada, 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 a little lightning force, Mace Windu, his face, the whole thing. And then he's got all these powers and he's the Supreme Leader. That was pretty good. Um, yeah, but who is Palpatine? That's the question. So is it Obama? Is it Susan Rice? Like, is it the Clinton machine? It just ain't coming from him. It ain't coming from him. And I'm telling you guys, if you think the speeches are bad, it's not that they're bad. It's they're designed to be bad. If you think the optics are bad, it's not that they're bad. They're designed to be bad. And once you see it, you will be empowered and you will realize it and you will make whatever adjustments in your life you got to make. Amy says, I'm pretty sure that if you could look into Joe Biden's brain, there would be those Austin Powers 60 go-go dancers and, a psych and psychedelic music on repeat. I'm pretty sure it would just be a monkey. It would just be a monkey with a tambourine, like flipping, like from The Simpsons. That's what happens when Homer with Marge is talking too much. And there's just like a monkey just doing the flips. Yeah, I mean, there's just not much going on there. Mad says, after watching Biden, everyone who loves this country should realize it's time for us all to unite and get these woke, left-hating people out of office while we still have a country. I mean, that's the irony. It's, every, it's sort of, it's everyone versus the woke, but then, but then you have to extrapolate what that is. It's everyone versus the woke, the corporations that are put it, pushing the woke, and then the politicians who just want more and more and more. And, and the fact that, that there are people, I mean, I don't know what you do about this, that there are people walking around that, that I suppose watched that speech and thought it was either unifying or good or believe or believe the stuff that he's saying about the MAGA Republicans and all that. It's, it's nuts. And look, I could do the flip version of that, right? Like I make fun of the lefties all the time. I think that there are genuine socialists in the United States government and the squad and all of those things, but I'm not demonizing the 81 million people. I think, let's say, that, let's say there's probably 20 million people who are like hardcore lefty sort of crazy socialists. Now I'm not for jailing them or put, you know, pushing them out of the country or anything. It's like, you have to sort of mock and expose, okay, fine. But then you have this huge swath of people who are misguided, who are confused. I used to be one of them, right? I was a lefty too. And you have to wake them up. And the problem is, and this is why the censorship, and we're gonna do much more on censorship tomorrow because we, we couldn't get to it today. Um, but this is why censorship is so important to these people. The more that people wake up, the more that they're like, wait a minute, these dark MAGA Republicans actually are kind of nice and they're the ones that are holding the flag while the other guys are burning the flag and Joe Biden's rhetoric is actually far dangerous, far more dangerous than Donald Trump's rhetoric. Like once you see that trick, well then what do they have left? They can either scare you more, monkeypox seven, COVID nine, or they can censor you. And I think the censorship thing is about to ramp up in a, uh, a major way, which is a good time for me to remind you that if you're watching this on YouTube right now, I would, uh, I would kindly ask that you uh, jump over to rumble.com slash Ruben Report and follow us on Rumble or go to rubenreport.locals.com and find us over there where I can directly get to you guys without algorithmic manipulation. We know when you subscribe to our videos, you're not seeing them. The, the recommended videos are a mess. It's like all of the stuff is a mess. But if you keep playing Monopoly, 
when you know that the banker is stealing money, then it's on you. So we're trying to figure out other things and that's what we're building with Rumble and Locals and much more. Uh, reminder, uh, the interview with Jared Kushner, which I referenced earlier, comes out at 1.15 today on Rumble and on YouTube. Uh, it's already up over on Locals and the Blaze. And uh, now we've got a cold close for you. I feel this was a good start to the week and uh, I will see you tomorrow. America needs CNN to be strong. I believe the free world needs CNN to be strong, and it will continue to be, because all of us are gonna help make that happen. The free world needs a reliable source. So, for reliable sources, for the last time, I'm Brian Stelter. Thanks for being with us. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Rubin Report.